Hello, Queens. Welcome to She Speaks Love, Women of the Bible series. We're so excited to share these incredible women of the Bible and highlight their personal story and their legacy. These podcasts will encourage, inspire, and share wisdom from God's Word as it relates to women in our unique circumstances. Let's get into their phenomenal story and the power of their voice. Today's woman of the Bible is Hannah, presented by Queen Siobhan. Hannah's story is in 1 Samuel 1, and then we're also going to cover 1 Samuel 2, verse 19 to 21. So those are the scriptures um, that I will be reading. There was a man from Ramatham, Zophim, in the hill country of Ephraim. His name was Ilkanah, son of Jeroham, son of Ilua, son of Tohu, son of Zub, and Eromite. He had two wives, the first named Hannah and the second named Penina. Penina had children, but Hannah was childless. This man would go up from his town every year to worship and to sacrifice to the Lord of hosts at Silo, where Eli's two sons, Hephni and Phinehas, were the Lord's priests. Whenever Elkanah offered a sacrifice, he always gave portions of the meat to his wife, Pina, and each of her sons and daughters, but he gave double portion to Hannah, for he loved her even though the Lord had kept her from conceiving. Her rival would taunt her severely just to provoke her because the Lord had kept Hannah from conceiving. Whenever she went up to the Lord's house, her rival taunted her in this way every year. Hannah wept and would not eat. Hannah, why are you crying? Her husband, Alakine, asked, why won't you eat? Why are you troubled? Am I not better to you than ten sons? Hannah got up after they ate and drank at Silo. Eli, the priest, was sitting on a chair by the doorstep of the Lord's tabernacle. Deeply hurt, Hannah prayed to the Lord and wept with her many tears. Making a vow, she pleaded, Lord of hosts, if you will take notice of your servant's affliction, remember and not forget me and give your servant a son. I will give him to the Lord all the days of his life. His hair will never be cut. While she was praying in the Lord's presence, Eli watched her lips. Hannah was speaking to herself. Although her lips were moving, her voice could not be heard. Eli thought she was drunk. He scolded her. How long are you going to be drunk? Get rid of your wine. No, my Lord, Hannah replied. I am a woman with a broken heart. I haven't had any wine or beer. 
I've been pouring out my heart before the Lord. Don't think of me as a wicked woman. I've been praying from the depth of my anguish and resentment. Eli responded, go in peace and may the God of Israel grant you the petition you've requested from him. May your servant find favor with you, she replied. Then Hannah went on her way. She ate and no longer appeared downcast. The next morning, Alakai and Hannah got up early to bow and worship the Lord. Afterwards, they returned home to Ramah. Then Alakai was intimate with his wife, Hannah, and the Lord remembered her. After some time, Hannah conceived and gave birth to a son. She named him Samuel because she said, I requested him from the Lord. When Alakai and all his household went up to make the annual sacrifice, his vow offering to the Lord, Hannah did not go and explained to her husband, after the child is weaned, I will take him to appear in the Lord's presence to stay there permanently. Her husband, Alakai, replied, do what you think is best and stay there until you've weaned him. May the Lord confirm your word. So Hannah stayed there and nursed her son until she weaned him. When she had weaned him, she took him with her to Silo, as well as a three-year-old bull, two and one and a half gallons of flour and a jar of wine. Though the boy was still young, she took him to the Lord's house at Silo. Then they slaughtered the bull and brought the boy to Eli. Please, my Lord, she said, as sure as you live, my Lord, I am the woman who stood here beside you praying to the Lord. I prayed for this boy, and since the Lord gave me what I asked him for, I now give the boy to the Lord. For as long as he lives, he is given to the Lord. Then he bowed and worshipped the Lord. 1 Samuel chapter 2, Hannah prayed. My heart rejoices in the Lord. My horn is lifted up by the Lord. My mouth boasts over my enemies because I rejoice in your salvation. There is no one holy like the Lord. There is no one besides you. And there is no rock like our God. Do not boast so proudly or let arrogant words come out of your mouth. For the Lord is a God of knowledge and actions are weighed by him. The bows of the warriors are broken, but the feeble are clothed with strength. Those who are full hire themselves out for food, but those who are starving hunger no more. The barren woman gives birth to seven, but the woman with many sons pines away. The Lord brings death and gives life. He sends some to seal and he raises others up. The Lord brings poverty and gives wealth. He humbles and he exalts. He raises the poor from the dust and lifts the needy from the garbage pile. 
He seats them with noble men. He gives them a throne of honor. For the foundations of the earth are the Lord's. He has set the world on them. He guards the steps of his faithful ones, but the wicked are silenced in darkness. For a man does not prevail by his own strength. Those who oppose the Lord will be shattered. He will thunder in the heavens against them. The Lord will judge the ends of the earth. He will give power to his king and lift up the horn of his anointed. Alakai went home to Ramah, but the boy served the Lord in the presence of Eli, the priest. I'm jumping to verse uh, 19 to 21. Each year, his mother made him a little robe and took it to him when she went with her husband to offer the annual sacrifice. Eli would bless Alakai and his wife. May the Lord give you children by this woman in place of the one she has given to the Lord. Then they would go home. The Lord paid attention to Hannah's need, and she conceived and gave birth to three sons and two daughters. Meanwhile, the boy Samuel grew up in the presence of the Lord. I wanted to share um, that story like the book, share that story. Um, before I give what I was inspired to. Just from what I got here, so, you, um, so what I've got in my own words um, is Hannah rejoiced over enemies with God's help. She rejoices in God's salvation. God saved her out of her troubles by giving her a son. There is no one holy than the Lord. There is no one besides God. He is the one and only. There is no rock like our God, strong and firm foundation. Do not boast so proudly or let the arrogant words come out of your mouth. For the Lord is a God of knowledge and actions weigh by him. The bows of the warriors are broken. Without the bows, how can the warrior be a warrior? But the feeble are clothed by strength. God gives strength alone. They are the, those who are full of food, hire themselves out for food. But those who are starving hunger no more. As God will provide, God will provide. The barren woman gives birth to five children plus Samuel. But the woman of many signs pines away. When God bless, it is bountiful, more than we can handle. That is how God blesses. The Lord brings death and he gives life. There is a time to be born and a time to die. There is a time for everything. He, he sends some to Seol and he raises others up. The Lord brings poverty and he gives wealth. He humbles and he exalts. He raises the poor from the dust and lifts the needy from the garbage pile. 
He set he, he set them with noble men and gives them a throne of honor. For the foundations of the earth are the Lord's. The Lord created heaven and earth. He has set he has sent the world on them. He guards the steps of the faithful ones. But the wicked are silence in darkness. For man does not prevail on his own strength. Those who oppose the Lord will be shattered. He will thunder in the heavens against them. The Lord will judge the ends of the earth. He will give power to his king. He will lift up the horn of his anointed. Alakai went home to Ramah, but the boy served the Lord in the presence of Eli the priest. Ramah is also where Saul, the king of Israel, get his anointing by Samuel with the oil. Very interesting. Hannah and Ilkai gave birth to Samuel, God's first prophet and priest. Hannah prayed and cried unto God for Samuel and, and kept her promise to God. And God was faithful to Hannah, and she has five more son, uh, five more children, and she was and, and she was barren before. God is the God of all. He created us and the heavens and the earth. Do we know who we pray to? Do we really know? Serve and seek God first. Cry and complain to God first. Before we want to share with our neighbor. Do it first to God. Take it to the Lord and pray first and God will lead you from there. Trust in him and him alone. I wrote some more. The Lord blessed Hannah with her children. Hannah was faithful where, where Samuel was concerned. Hannah still came, she and her husband, every year to do sacrificing. Samuel mature and grew in the Lord. Eli's sons were doing bad things in the Lord's eyes, stealing from the offerings and sleeping around with the woman of the tent of meeting. It's supposed to be holy, but it was being defiled. The Lord sent a prophet. I'm, I'm going off the script there. That was me uh, writing further on. But I, I, I want to emphasize um, a few things. You know, um, what stood out for me is I'm in the South and I'm learning a lot because each region offers its own good and bad. Right. And with God's grace, he gives us discernment. And there's a saying in the South where we say, I've got some tea for you. <laughs> I'm like, what's that? No, I got some tea. No, I don't want to know some tea. I don't want to know some tea. Right. But that's that's the saying in the South. And um, we are so quick and we are so fast to pick up the 
that call and to speak to one of our friends. We are so fast. We are so quick to, oh, I, I want to tell you, or complain even to our girlfriend or our BFF, you know. But what I love about Hannah, because I was saying, what an incredible woman. I say, Hannah, you have an enemy that taunts you year after year after year. I mean, I know when I break down and I cry in front of the creator, when he strips you and, and, and you have your moment with him. Like, you know that you got to speak to him. But no, you want to speak to Sophia, to Michelle, to Joan. You want to speak to it, but none of them can do anything for you. But the human nature, you want to let everybody know. And then we want to go to our father. And guess what? Now, the father, you first have to repent. You first have to be stripped naked. And then we speak to our father. And once our father hears our cry, he does not like any mother. <laughs> we don't like it if our children come to us hurt and broken. We want to be superwoman right now. We want to be superman right now. Because how dare they do this to my daughter? So much more is our father. So much more. Hannah was such a wise woman. Because even though she was told, I was saying, even though Hannah was taunted year after year after year, she knew who to cry to. She knew where her strength came from. God make us barren and God give us children. I like that she knows where her, who a maker is. She knows who gives. I think it was more the enemy taunting her that broke her because she knew that God gives children and that God um, makes us not to have children. She had the wisdom and the understanding. That's why she wasn't broken because of um, not giving birth, but we know how we have an enemy that just don't stop. And I'm not just talking about the enemy out there. I'm talking the enemy called the flesh. If we do not read our word on a daily, if we do not have time alone with our father, if we do not fast, guess what? Who taunts us is called the flesh. And that's all that he can do. The flesh is taunt us. It's called the enemy. <laughs> the enemy, enemy will come for us if we don't know where, who our true creator is, if we don't know where our validation lies. And our validation is in our creator. Like Queen Betty always say, we are beautifully, marvelously, and wonderfully made. We are a masterpiece. And if we don't have that validation in our father, we are all Hannah's. We are all Hannah's because she's wise. 
because she cried to the source. She didn't go to the neighbor. She didn't go give the tea. <laughs> she gave the tea to her father, where she knew her help cometh from. So when I read, when I read this for the first time, I knew Hannah, but to take it further, she was the mother of Samuel. And to, to have prayed for the son and to give it to God. Now, I don't know about you guys now, but that would have been difficult. My only son that I prayed for, that God gave me, and now I give you to God, like I said, not knowing if there was going to come more. But she was a woman of integrity. She, she, as God was faithful, Hannah was faithful. And guess what? God bless her with bountiful. You know, when we listen to the enemy and we lean on our own understanding, I'm just thinking, what if Hannah decided, you know what, after I wean this baby boy, oh no, he ain't going to the Lord. What? Then I'm not going to have any children. I prayed for this. The Lord is merciful. The Lord gave me Samuel. So I, re I don't really think I have to give it to the Lord. Because guess what? He gave it to me. She could have justified. She could have leaned on her own understanding. But she didn't. And every year she went up and she was joyful because she had her son. And she didn't even have to have her son with her. As we know, I have a three-year-old. I don't want him to even be 10. But guess what? This is part of life. He has to grow up and go out in this world. You know? But imagine J2 is one or he's three now. And okay, go to the temple and go work for the Lord. What? What? I, I mean, like... This woman, this woman, like I said, when, when I heard her prayer, her prayer of rejoicing, she was praising God. She was giving God the glory, God the honor. She, she woke me and, sh and shaped me to say, do you know your father? Do you really know who he is? Like I said, point one. God gives and he takes. God makes us barren and he makes us fruitful. And I'm saying barren, not just in having sons and having daughters. I'm talking about walking in our spiritual light and walking in darkness. They say, when the Lord calls you, nobody can say no. When it's time that he awakes you, then it's time to come home. Cry out to God. Like I said, no mother, no father wants their daughter or their son to cry out. 
how much more our father. He will fight for you. He will do what he needs to do. And the last one I got, be careful who God takes. Uh, okay. The, 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 you know, when you write and you have to, to, to read, to, to, to listen to what did I just write here, but I get now what I wanted to say. <laughs> My last point is be careful. Um, be careful with people. You don't know their relationship with the creator. Especially be careful of the brokenhearted. Be careful of the needy. We do not know they cry unto the Father. And if I say be careful, I mean let's treat everybody with love and kindness. Um, one of our pastors normally say this, and then he says, you never know when you will be meeting a, a hot, a cold cup of water on a hot summer's day. You don't know. So let us be prayed up. Let us pray for each other and let us treat everybody with kindness, with compassion and with love. Queens, Thank you so much for spending time listening to She Speaks Love podcast and being part of this amazing Sister Keeper community. Our heart is to bring you content that is educational, inspirational, relatable, and it encourages you to share the power of your voice. To help support She Speaks, Please donate via our website. When you're online shopping at smile.amazon, select She Speaks Incorporated as your favorite charity at no extra cost to you. Links are in the show notes.